Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the most innovative, you know, technological machine you'll ever find. And it's so easy to use. You know, we have three of them. We love them. Um, they, they, they're always, they're always giving to the community, but they're always innovating on their own, on their own products too. So go over and check them out. Mention coach unplugged and they'll give you a uh, $400 off for coach Collins. Um, and also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's got everything you need to become a better basketball coach. We always tell our players that we want them to work on their craft. Well, are you working on yours? And that's one of the ways I've worked on my craft. It's something, you know, from someone that's been, that's coached a nat- nationally ranked team that has won numerous state titles, that has done those things. This is what, you know, I spent several years putting this together of things that would, that I could share with the world to make coaches better. And the roadmap will take care of it and will walk you through everything you need. So go over and check it out. And just in closing, if you like this podcast, go over and check out High School Hoops. Go over and check out the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Go over and check out Funnel Down Defense Podcast. All of them are great. Um, And leave a five-star review. We'd love that. All right, have a great day. Hey, welcome back to the classroom. You know, basketball at all levels of the game is essentially a game of runs. I mean, you see it happen all the time. A team will, you know, two teams will trade baskets back and forth, or maybe they'll even trade defensive stops back and forth. And this might go on for several minutes, and then all of a sudden one of the teams goes on a run and scores six to eight points. And sometimes that happens several times in a game, and sometimes it only happens once. But often once is enough to mean make the difference between winning and losing. We've always made it a point of emphasis to try to win the game of runs. And so what we want to do is offensively, we never want to go down the floor three straight possessions without scoring. Defensively, we never want to allow our opponents to score three straight times. We feel that if we can win those two scenarios often enough, then we are going to win the game. And in fact, as the season progresses, we actually set a goal to score three straight times, seven different times over the course of the game. Or we'll have the goal to get three straight stops seven times over the course of the game. But anyway, what we start emphasizing in teaching this in practice in the preseason, and what we do is we divide our team in half, and then we scrimmage for 15 minutes. While the players are scrimmaging, we are sitting on the sideline and we are keeping track of every single possession. Now, a possession is every time a team has the ball. So if they get an offensive rebound, 
then that is the previous possession. That possession continues. If the ball is knocked out of bounds, then that possession continues. And we keep track of every single possession and chart it down whether the offense scores or not, whether the defense gets a stop or not. If at any time the offense scores three straight times, then we stop and the defense has to run a halfback fullback. If at any time the offense goes three straight times without scoring, then we stop the scrimmage and the offense runs a halfback fullback. Now, when you first do this, it seems like you're going to do more running than actually scrimmaging, but that's okay by us because we are trying to not just get in shape, but we are trying to teach a lesson here. Now, after the offense goes down with two straight empty possessions where they don't score, we will warn the offense from the sideline and we will yell, okay, green, which is our jersey color. Okay, green, you have to score. So that's letting them know that they've gone twice without scoring. They need to score on this possession. And so they must make sure that their best score or best shooter gets a good look at the basket. They've got to make sure that they don't turn the ball over. And they have to make sure that when the shot goes up, everybody who's responsible to rebound, rebounds. And because an offensive rebound will extend the possession. Now, when the offense scores twice in a row, we'll also warn the defense and we'll yell, okay, White, you have to get a stop. That's letting the defense know they, all, they need to tighten up, they can't foul, and they can't give up any offensive rebounds that will extend the possession. And it really makes for an interesting way to scrimmage. And, and it causes some, some really good teaching points, some really good scenarios. One of them happens for, let's say, for example, Green has not scored twice down, but White has scored twice down. So that means Green now has to get a stop and a score to keep from running. Now that situation is extremely game-like, and it's extremely valuable in helping Prepare your team for those crucial possessions at the end of games. Now when we play a game and we're on the bench and the bench is yelling, okay, we have to score or okay, we have to get a stop. Then those aren't just empty words. Those are actually an encouraging reminder to the players on the court that they've already done this before. They've been in this situation dozens of times. And all they need to do is revert back to the way that they've been trained, revert back to the way that they've been practiced, that they've practiced, and to either get a stop or get a score. You know, try this. I think you'll like it. And I think that you'll find that once you consistently win the game of runs, then you're going to consistently win more games. Hey everybody, it's Dave Strickland. What I want to talk to you about today are the two golden rules of substituting. Now, rule one says that a coach must know his players inside and out. He's got to know their strengths, their weaknesses. 
how they're going to respond in pressure situations. He has to completely understand what they can do against various defenses and against various types of defenders, uh, both on an offensive and a defensive standpoint. He has to know everything there is to know about those players. If not, then substituting is just guesswork. It's just a crapshoot at best. Now, rule number two is just as easy to understand, but much harder to implement for a lot of coaches. And this rule says that all substitutions should only be made to improve your team's chances of winning the game. Now, what that means is you don't play people just to play them. There has to be a reason to put a substitute into the game. It doesn't matter if his mom's the president of your booster club. It doesn't matter if he's the hardest worker on your team. It doesn't matter if he hasn't played in the last couple games and, and you feel sorry for him and want to get him in. You only substitute if it improves your chances of winning the game. Now, last night, the Houston Rockets played in Game 6 of the Western Conference Semifinals uh, against the L.A. Clippers. And the L.A. Clippers had a 19-point lead with two minutes to go in the third quarter. Uh, the Rockets coach Kevin McHale substituted and James Harden came out of the game. Well, the Rockets went on a run and started closing the gap and eventually won the game and came back from 19 to, to win the game and force a game seven. James Harden never got back off the bench. Came off with two minutes to go in the third quarter, sat the entire fourth quarter, never got back in. And this was one of the most prolific scores in the game today and a, a definite NBA MVP candidate. But Kevin McHale was following rule number two. Unless he could help the chances of winning the game, there was no reason to put him back in. And the group that was in that game was playing well. They were in rhythm. They were on a roll. They were in sync. And obviously it was the right move because um, not only did they catch the Clippers, but they went on to win the game. Sometimes that's the, that's the hardest rule to implement. Even, even if it means keeping one of your best players on the bench, do not substitute unless it improves your chances of winning the game. And as long as everybody on your team and everybody in your program realizes that's how things work, and as long as you are consistent uh, in this approach from game to game and season to season, then everybody's going to know what to expect, and you're going to have a better team because of it. Sports Social Podcast Network.